Yo, what's up, guys? We are the Ripe Potatoes. Ring, ring. This is the call. <laughs> that's our intro. And yeah. that's obviously the movie we're doing today. Bitch. I'm talking now. <laughs> Here's info. Uh, episode 164 of The Call. Uh, info. The Call was released on October 20th of 2020. Um, I'm James. And I'm Steven. And we are the Right Potatoes. <laughs> the Right Potatoes, we baby. We are screwy. Eat shit. Screwy. <laughs> All right. The Call was released on October 2nd of 2020 and was directed by Timothy Woodward Jr., the film stars Lynn Shay, Tobin Bell, Aaron Sanders, Chester Rushing, Mike Manning, and Sloan Morgan Siegel. The film had a budget of 1.5 million USD and went on to make 1.59 million in the worldwide box office. That's pretty shit. That I, I feel like because it wasn't released like widely, I think. Yeah, that was also. Well, well, here it was in one of the comments, but uh-huh. because it was during the pandemic too, that oh. was like, like dog shit time to release. Yeah, a that's movie. not great. Yeah, <laughs> well, October. Oh, that's the height. That's yeah, that's on the upswing. So yeah, yeah, we're gonna put this movie out and see what it does, and it's yep. not gonna do fucking it, shit. It was dog shit. What was crazy too? I didn't put it in here specifically, but uh, the numbers for like USA and Canada yeah. was only five hundred thousand. I'm, for I'm, sales and then worldwide it went to 1.59 i was like Eesh. so that's quite a that's quite a difference though for worldwide versus u.s and uh canada i'm looking at the last this um, also this is the call uh the american movie um there, it turns out there is a movie called the call that was also released in 2020 uh-huh. that is a korean film and yeah. Anyway, that this is what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you guys are aware. This yeah, this is October 20th was the worst time you could release a movie. Yeah. Because the last movie I seen before they shut everything down was The Invisible Man. And that was October or not October, February of 2020. February 28th it came out. I didn't see it opening day, but I went and seen it. Yeah. And there was like six people. Oh shit. That's wild. And then I think like the next week, that's when they fucking shut everything down. Yeah, my favorite part about the movies though during the pandemic was like nobody could sit next to you. Yeah, I was like hell yeah, dude. <laughs> so you didn't have to deal with it. I was just talking to my coworker about that, and I was like, I just miss no one being on the fucking road. Yeah, and dude, it was, it was nice. weird. It was like a ghost town. Yeah, it was fucking scary. But I was like, I liked it because it sucked because we st- both of us had to go to work. Yeah. But it was nice because there was no one around. Exactly. You didn't dread driving to work every day because it wasn't fucking packed. Yeah. Still, what a weird thing that we've lived through, dude. That's fucking great. Well, it's like, we lived through it, but we still had to go to fucking work. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was it was still just another day, but you had crazy. to deal with more bullshit. Yeah. It was... The fact that people were making, like, more money than those working oh, just blew my mind. must have been nice. $600 a week for free, dude. Unreal. Unreal. Some people still don't make that right now, you know? Yeah. Some people. Those like, but not me. What <laughs> <laughs> the spas? You know why? You know why? Because I worked through it. Yeah. That's why. Bastards. <laughs> but yeah, but this is, I guess, is this a remake? I'm not sure. I don't know. 
Huh. Did you did you see anything on it? I did not. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it was an original. I don't know. Maybe. I've never seen anything like it. I, I wonder if that other 2020 The Call, we'll, we'll watch that and let you guys know, but I think that one's like completely different. It just happens so, to have the same name. just happens to have the same exact name. Yeah, weird. Well, anyways, wait, how did we hear about this movie, TikTok? TikTok. This is another TikTok. It's like, ooh, watch this movie now. And it's like, it's on Amazon. It wasn't on Amazon. Yeah, just so you guys know. Shit. This is the second. I I want to say, no, because our next one was kind of a TikTok deal, but it's an older movie. But this is like the second TikTok letdown. Yeah. <laughs> because oh, we watched... Man. um. Dying in the Wicked or whatever the no w- the Wicked the in- Wicked and the Divine or that's a that's that, a comic that's a comic yeah better but the, um the Dark and the Wicked yeah the, there's another one yeah. we watched there's been a few dude with um it had to do that was like that wasn't the, it was like it wasn't the killer doll but it was like guy in the house and he's being chased like trapped there you know what I'm talking about which one the guy in the house being trapped yeah or was a girl in the house or something I don't fucking remember. Oh, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Like, he's out there or whatever. Yeah. The, All I, right, four. Because <laughs> there was another one. I remember some guy was like, this is one of the scariest movies that was out. And then I watched it, and I was like, it was fucking boring and lame. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I would say about, right now, the track record is like, what? There's one good one out of five that we've watched or something yeah, like that? I, just, I don't know. I hate, like... You gotta watch this movie because of blah blah blah. Or this movie scared the bejesus out of me, and I'm like, mm, we'll fucking see. Yeah. Because if it ain't nothing coming out of Asia, it's we'll... probably not that scary. Yeah. Oh. There's, yeah, yeah. I would say uh, the track record ain't that great. Ninety percent failure, you know. Eighty percent failure. Yeah. That's not great. <laughs> so uh, if you're watching more movies off of TikTok, that's a problem. We speaking of which, we need to get our uh, TikTok up and going. We do so that we can let people know the goods, the actual good movies, because this shit's garbage. Yeah, I hate TikTok movie reviewers. Yeah, they're the worst. Because they're, they're oh yeah, there's a couple on there. I hate I think, it because oh. they, they they don't they take forever to give their review. Yeah, or they're just like I don't know, they're just bad. And I'm like, just tell me if it's worth watching or not. Hundred <laughs> percent, and just be like, Ugh. which what what was cool though is I did see somebody finally review. Um, what's that movie about frogging that Nancy had us I watch? I see you. I see you. Yeah, I saw somebody cover that on there, and I was like, ooh, we covered that movie like a year ago. But good job, like because yeah. you actually picked a good movie. I love that movie. Me too. Just because it was like I should probably watch it again. I love it. It will never I, be the same though. It won't because it, like I. I was trying to guess the thing the whole time, and I was like, oh, it's ghosts. Wait, it might be aliens. Wait, no, what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, fuck, that guy's crazy. Wait, he's not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it had me fucking bouncing every which way. It was so good. Yeah. So still, shouts out the Nancy for that one. The underscore Nancy at gmail.com. Amen. JK. That don't should be don't your email, email that. <laughs> that should be your email, though. Also... We didn't talk about the synopsis, so here we go. The call. Five years after the death of an old woman thought to be a witch, four friends meet and call the telephone installed in her casket. To their shock and horror, someone picks up. Ooh, that's, I like that. That's a good synopsis. <laughs> that synopsis is just kind of straight 
straight to the point. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's kind of what it's about. I'll take it. This is just. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could definitely do better, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. That I guess that's good. <laughs> Someone answers. Someone fucking answered. All right. Here's the statistics. The critics gave it a 44%, average rating of 5.2 out of 10. Total ratings of 25, 11 being fresh, and 14 being rotten. The audience gave it a 67%, average rating of 3.6 out of 5. Total ratings of more than 250. IMDb gave it a 4.2 out of 10. Joe Blow gave it a 6 out of 10. Movies and Mania gave it a 2.4 out of 5. And 59% of Google users like this movie. That's all over the damn place. That is a widespread. Not widespread, but like, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty gaping like my ass. What? <laughs> right now, man. Who? <laughs> oh, I know, dude. I've been pissing out that fucker. Those are wild, though. Yeah, it's, it's definitely all over the place. The reason I wanted to watch it, too, is because there was decent gap between the critics and the audience yeah and the audience liked it more so i was like oh maybe this is like okay Uh uh-huh i don't know we could talk about it you want to talk about it now um we could talk about it later all right we'll talk about it later (laughs) also this is probably gonna have spoilers i caught the end of one of the reviews and i think it might have a spoiler in it so if you're planning on watching the movie just be aware that this might Give something away. May or may not contain spoilers, so. Yes. You be warned. And that's it. Alright, here we go. Critics Positive Reviews. Critics Positive Reviews. Number one, the call is verdant. Verdant, is that the word? Yep. Inventive, sophisticated storytelling that leaves you buzzing. Dot, dot, dot. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, a curate's egg that, while entertaining and and fits and starts, never comes together as a whole. Okay. That's like a three. That's like a... A three star. Yeah, that's like a... I'm on the fence, yeah. you know? Number three, an entertaining ride for horror fans which benefits from great production design. The call uses its cliches for a purpose and has a fun and has fun along the way. I'm curious if this one's about the other one, too. Yeah. That kind of sounds... Because uh, it says great production. Mm-hmm. This wasn't that great. I, would, I wouldn't say, at least... Um, number four, the film has its flaws, but strong performances from a pair of horror icons and a fun premise make it worth picking up. I like that one because the two people that they're talking about are Homeboy from Saw, Jigsaw himself. Yeah. And then uh, the old lady from Insidious. Insidious, yes. So I always get that and The Conjuring mixed up. That's so. all I was thinking. Yeah. I was about to say The Conjuring. <laughs> but uh, honestly, both of them were fantastic. I thought, mm-hmm. but I also, I don't know. I the, feel like we, we talked about it earlier, and then like we feel like most of their budget came like went to getting them. Yeah, but then I really wished throughout the movie that Lin Shay, the witch, would have shown up more. Yeah, I kind of wish we saw more of the homeboy too because yeah. you you didn't see him like at all. Really, he was yeah he was mentioned, showed up, gave him the premise. And left, came back. I I want to say he has less than ten minutes of screen time yeah. this whole whole movie. Yeah, which is kind of wild. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Anyway, last one, number five. The calls strong Nightmare on Elm Street vibes. It's practically an homage. Will surely lure some in. The premise is a little shaky with very little interest to the mystery. But bravo for some genuinely creepy sequences in the last half. Okay, I like that, which I did mention that it gave me Nightmare on Elm Street vibes, 100%. Um, 
the film literally like there's certain things that happen and i'm like this kind of looks like it yeah that's what i was like because i was trying to put my finger on it and then when you said nightmare on elm street exactly that's what it is and i was like I was like, poor man's Nightmare on Elm Street. And then I was like, poor poor man's the black phone. Yeah, <laughs> which it, it's kind of weird, though, because when it came out, obviously, 2020, yeah, like, you would think that it would look, it literally looks like a 90s film, mm. which is kind of where I was like, okay, this is interesting. Even though, well, obviously, Nightmare on Elm Street's what? Is that 80s? Yeah. Um, but still, I mean, it looks like it was filmed in like the 90s uh-huh. or 80s or whatever. So, in my mind, I, th- I think it was uh, very, very Nightmare on Elm Street-esque, but it was more of a haunting style. And um, it had pretty much the same budget. Really? Yeah. Wow. But why does this, why does this one not look any better? Yeah. I w- the, only thing, the only thing I could see that was, like, pretty cool, like this mention is in the last half, mm-hmm. was when homegirl was like all fucking showing up and she's all demonic and shit I'm like yeah. yo that's kind of tight i like the whole um there's like a um a small scene towards the not toward layout towards the latter half where they were one of them like i'm trying to not spoiler it without spoiling it one of the characters wandering around through the house and he's trying to find the girl character and then he gets led into this room and he sees a piano with like someone underneath the sheet yeah, and then he like pulls the sheet away, and she's gone. And then like it cuts to a, his reaction shot, and behind him is like someone sitting in a chair with the seat, the sheet, the sheet over them. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's pretty fucking scary. Yeah, I always love seeing shit in the background. Yeah, always love that. That's what I was hoping they would use Lynn Shay more for. Was like her in the background, her showing up, her just like them not noticing her, but she's always just yeah. out of the periphery of these characters. See, and the one thing for, like, the story building just in general is you don't see the husband and wife, I guess, until maybe 20 minutes in. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So there wasn't much building there, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, this happened, and it was this person's fault kind of mm-hmm. thing. And anyway, that was, uh, yes. <laughs> I wish there was a bit more story building to it. Yeah. Maybe, like, like- backstory on them. And why why they can do this and why it occurs kind of thing. Yeah, it should have shown more of, like, the wife doing her witchy whatever, yeah. doing something. Because literally the only thing that you even get is it's like, oh, these guys are into some weird stuff. Yeah, they, just, they mention it, but it's <laughs> like, well, how fucking weird? Like, yeah, like, what kind of weird? You don't know what weird is. Like, you could just say she's a witch on just to say that she's a witch. But yeah. we as audience need to see it and not yeah. be told it understand because yeah that was that was one of my uh one of my heartburns mm-hmm. i guess for it so oh, my heartburn not 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 big enough for me to just hate it completely, yeah it's, so it's it's fine uh but you know what's not fine these critics negative reviews Ooh, got critics negative reviews <laughs> the call is far more interesting the call is far more interested in its visuals than telling a coherent and compelling story. Okay. Yes and no. I can kind of see that, but not. A highly was a highly derivative horror movie lifted from utter mediocrity by a couple of veteran genre stars and and some eye catching nightmare sequences. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although it doesn't quite land, it's worth noting that 
that Stibbs frames the narrative in an intriguing way and creates an inventive premise behind the film's deadly mayhem. Huh. Who the fuck is Stibbs? Uh, that, wasn't the, that wasn't the director, so... I don't know. Okay, well... Anyways. Whatever, Stibbs. <laughs> Shouts out, I guess. Number four. Apart from some... Apart from some fun outfits, The Call takes little inspiration or nostalgia from its 80s setting, which is seemingly only there to fit the current trend. Okay. Yeah, So true. it is 80s. There we go. I was trying to what guess... We, we were trying to guess which, like, year. Yeah. But then I seen, like, there's a shot of the kid's Walkman, and I was like, that's not a Walkman from the 80s. Yeah. That's a, And that's where I was trying to place it, too. But then I was like, oh, a rotary phone, phone too. Yeah. Which, I never used a rotary phone. But, I mean, we used a home phone. My great-grandma sure. had a rotary phone. For so a, fucking tight, dude. <laughs> and I was just like, this, these are fucking cool. But then I had to call somebody, and I was like, this is taking fucking so yeah. long. <laughs> I fucking call somebody now. Yeah, so, we, I guess, since this is saying 80s, uh-huh. I don't know. I still think, like, late 80s, early 90s. That's what I was, so. I was like, 88 sounds like a fair year. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. I'm in that. But I think, like, you couldn't really... Uh, little inspiration or nostalgia because I'm assuming they couldn't afford the music. Yeah. To, to convey like, hey, this is a uh, 1985. You know what I'm saying? Which, to that point though, it's still kind of weird because <laughs> now that I think about it, spoiler here. So, the the phone was buried with her. Yeah. So you just buried a big ass fucking rotary phone with her. Yeah. What kind? What type <laughs> of phone did you fucking bury her with? Yeah. What the fuck? The fucking see through one. Yeah. <laughs> It's just got the big old fucking antenna on it. I found it funny when they're like, it's like setting up the, you got to call the phone. And then the first guy calls it and then it shows a shot of like her grave. And you go like, hear the phone ring. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way you could fucking hear that. Under six feet of fucking dirt. (laughs) Oh man. But I guess it's just to set it up. But it's still funny to hear like the little, like, come on now. Yeah. It would be even funnier if there was like a fucking cord. Dude, yeah, I'm just like going through. Hey, bro. That's goofy. All right, number five. <laughs> the call for the call falls short in it uh, in just about every conceivable aspect. Wasting talents like Lin Shay and Tobin Bell on a supremely unfrightful eyesore. Oof, like that, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't know, Lin Shea, Tobin Bell, shouts out, dude. Yeah, I felt kind of bad for, I don't know, Tobin Bell was, like, not in it used very well. Yeah. He could be. Yeah. Dude, he's such a good, I don't know, he's a good actor when you put him in this situation, or in a movie like this. Yeah, but it was just like, he, there was nothing for him to do, they just probably, they needed him for... Him. Him, yeah. Him, his voice, how he yeah. looks. But there was nothing for his character to do besides... Give the exposition and then disappear. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. How fun not. Okay. <laughs> Here you go, guys. Audience positives. Audience positive reviews. Number one. This movie is made like an old 80s B movie with half cringy acting, but it has some really cool scary scenes. It's fun. It's fun. I like that. Number two. This is worth a watch. It's set in the mid to late 80s. It has an older late Saturday night movie vibe between the music, rotary telephones, small TVs, and hair that can withstand a hurricane. Lynn Shea, who plays the older character, sure sure can play crazy well. Not a jump out of your seat kind of movie, but well done nonetheless. 
Well, there's no butt there, but I mm. threw it in. You're welcome. <laughs> Which I, I kind of like that. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Hair that can withstand a hurricane. Hell yeah, <laughs> brother. Uh, number three, this this film was more scarier than I expected. It is like a roller coaster of horror, well worth the watch, 100%. I will have nightmares since watching this film, but it is absolutely awesome to watch over and over again. I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't go that hard. No, nah, it's, uh, it's not in the, the rotation for me, but it's, yeah. hey man, you like what you like? Uh, maybe check it out, you know? If you, if you need a new horror movie, it's not fucking awful, so check it out. Number four. It was sat- it was a satisfying horror movie. Very suspenseful and great effects. The acting was better than most lately also. Could have had a stronger plot with the individual characters' stories, but overall a good movie. That's kind of... Yeah, that's kind of like what I'm saying. It could have built like more character building. Yeah. Because there's two, like, two other male characters, and I was just like, oh, they're friends. And then it turns out they're brothers. And yeah. it's like, they're brothers the whole time? I had time? no idea until... Yeah. yeah. Like, like <laughs> you just need a sentence of a dialogue to be like, oh, this is, our, this is Matt and Chris, they're brothers. Yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like, that's it. But I like, yeah, once like this, the second guy's nightmare started and I was just like, oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess they're brothers. Yeah. Which even... When they're introduced, they could have done that, like, yeah. 100%. Instead of doing that, it was like, oh, hey, this is this dude, yeah, and this up? is this dude. What's up, I'm Matt. Like, this is my little shithead brother, Chris, or something yeah. like that. Like, weird. Or, oh, yeah, this is Dylan, and this is his fucking younger piece of shit brother, whatever. Yeah. Like, but instead, it's like, hey, this is Dylan, and this is Cackles, or whatever the fuck they yeah, call him. Like, I don't know. Anyway, number five. Pretty good movie, but can very easily tell it was impacted by COVID-19. Kind of predictable storyline, but still a good movie with Tobin Bell. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, he's not the main character, but yeah. A great movie with Tobin Bell. I mean, yeah. like, I mean he makes, uh, he makes an appearance. Yeah, yeah, he shows up. His cameo. Something. He says some things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those, are, those are fun, though. Yeah, but you know... What is not fun? Tell me, Beef. <laughs> These audience <laughs> negative reviews. Audience negative reviews. Uh, one, clunky editing, bad script, bad sound design, story doesn't make sense, bad directing, cinematography, okay. Set design, good. Acting, okay. 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 <laughs> the music was, like, fucking weird. Dude, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> because there's, a, I forget what point it was. It was like a chase or something, wasn't it? Yeah. And it sounded like a fucking funhouse. Yeah, like, um, do, 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 do. yeah. I was like, what? What, what was music like, is this? I go straight to Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Anyway, it's <laughs> essentially what it sounded yeah. like. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I turned to you and I was like, what music is this? <laughs> I was it's thinking supposed to be scary, but it's, it's so not. funny because I was literally thinking the same thing. I'm like, what is this fucking music, dude? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, anyways. Number two, the ending was rushed and... The ending... Spoilers, here we go. The ending was rushed and everyone died. Nobody survived. We do not know what happens uh, in the real world after the main characters die. There is no sort of closure. Although the movie is pretty good before the ending, it it had so much potential to be great. Especially with some of the legendary actors casted. Agreed. Mm-hmm. We said that. Use people their potential. There's a reason that they get paid more than others. So True. I How, guarantee they made I'm trying to think the majority of, of that money. Yeah. I'm trying to, you know, what would be cool this movie, but yeah. I don't know what would be cool about this movie. There, I, I feel like the premise itself is fun, mm-hmm. but they could have executed it differently for sure. I'm not, I was thinking that too, and I'm like, how would I rewrite this? But mm-hmm. 
honestly, I didn't I didn't give it like too too much thought, but there's definitely a cooler way to do it. I would have scrapped the um, one of the characters survives the nightmare maze. I'm gonna call that because he was helped by someone from his past in his nightmare. But then I thought he was gonna like go again and then teach the girl how to do it. Yeah. Or sacrifice himself or someone shit like that. But shit, you turns up come to find out the girl is not great. Yeah. <laughs> for what she did. But I would have ended it with um the main the main character apparently surviving. Yeah. But then it's at the end where you're just like, oh, Blah blah like six months later or whatever like hey dad I'm having a good day or whatever everything's on the upswing and then he goes into he gets home no one's home mom hi clicks on the light no power but then he like on the coffee table is the phone yeah and then it starts ringing that'd be kind of cool that, I like that cut the black something like that see and what I was kind of thinking is something similar yeah but instead of it like just being that phone. It's like he carried out the nightmare sequence with him, essentially. Yeah. So, you know, same thing, you know, cut to somewhere in the future, and he keeps seeing, like, the fucking ex-girlfriend or whatever, mm -hmm. and then it, it ends with something like that, you know, like a car accident yeah. or something. Ooh, just, I just thought like, of, like... She, like, flashes in the scene. He's like, ah! Car crash. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll stick with my ending, where he gets home, but then he looks on the ground, and that's fucking dirt tracks... That lead to the phone. That's when it starts ringing. And he's like, that would be tight. There we go. That would be fun. Made it a little bit more scary. Like, what the fuck? And then the phone starts ringing. And then he shit. And then that's when you can cut to the reaction shot and there's the the the, the out of focus Lin Shea in the background. That would be tight. There you go. I can, I can get with that. Fixed it. Two years later. I don't think Lin Shea's alive anymore. She isn't? I have no idea. I'm sorry. Is. I, I gotta look this there's up. There's no way she look ain't here. I'll fast. look it up while you do your thing right there. Okay. Where are we at? Number three. Starts fine for a scary movie, but the second and third act are nonsense, boring, and predictable. That's lie. <laughs> Number four. Starts out sort of promising, but completely falls apart once the events start to take place. Uh, what could have been a unique concept turns into a poorly executed horror house type film. Just bad. Ooh, like that, huh? Yep. That's false. She's still alive. Is she? Oh, thank God. 71. Wait. Oh, never mind. That's her years, spouse. Years active. 71 to present, so. Whew. I thought years she active. did not make it. Yeah. How old the fuck old is Lynn Shay? Let's see. She's old. She's, she's been, old, but she's I'm, been old. I'm glad she's still uh, fucking farting around, you know what I'm saying? 79 yeah, years. 79 years old, dude. Holy well, ass. she's got to do something. There's a new Insidious coming out. That's true. <laughs> oh, wait, no order came oh, out. she died. She died, though. In the movie. But she's still movies. like a ghost. Speaking of which, um, I don't think I saw the last one. The Red Door? The, the newest one. Yeah. Is yeah. It this one? Is it any good? I have no idea. I liked uh, I liked a couple of them. I liked... I can't even remember. She's in some fucking bangers, though, dude. I remember yeah. the last key, number four, I believe. That one was like, there's a couple sequences where I was like, yo, my arm hairs are standing up. Really? <laughs> yeah. See, and I liked that in uh, Chapter 3 with the old man. Uh-huh. Fuck, that was, that was pretty fun. Was Chapter 3 the one where it's like happening the same time as 2? I believe, I don't Like, it was know. like bouncing I, I around. I wouldn't even I say like, I believe so because I have zero clue. I think that's how it went. Like, it, 
there was like some weird like time travel shit, but I was like, holy fuck, it's happening during two as well. And I was like, that's kind of cool. She's in the OG Nightmare on Elm Street, huh? Was she? Who? She was the teacher. She was Nancy's that, teacher. Yeah, teacher. Right yeah, there. yeah, there you go. Oh, Bop. that's right. That's right. How did I fucking know that? She was in Critters? Dude, she's in some fucking bangers. Let's see. Snakes on the Plane. Chucky. Oh, the signal. Living with Chucky. Dumb and Dumber. What? I don't remember her in there. Who the fuck was she in there? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. Ew. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ew, you just seen it. Oh, shit. She was in New Nightmare? The New Nightmare? Doing what? Who the fuck was she in New Nightmare? I barely remember the New Nightmare. I used to rent Dude, that movie. New Nightmare was one of my favorites. I used to rent that movie a lot. Dude, it was one, two, and seven. Nurse with Pills. Oh, okay. Well, shout out Nurse with Pills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I remember renting that movie a lot. We should cover, ooh, we should cover fucking, well, we already did Nightmare on Elm Street, didn't we? Yeah. The first versus the remake. Yeah. I don't know if we ever covered New Nightmare, though. We could do New Nightmare, and Dream Wars is pretty good. Is that number three? Yeah. Yeah, that's number three. I remember watching all of them, but I think it was, so one was fantastic. One's great. Two was like, Two's eh. different. Number three, I was like, yo, this is fucking sick, you when he pulls out the syringes, yeah. want to get high. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. that, dude. Hell yeah, I want to get high, brother. Amen. And then... Uh, Four is whack. Yeah. Five, I heard, is pretty good. Was that the Dream Child? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Freddy versus Jason, fucking Bob. Fucking great. Killer <laughs> soundtrack, pun intended. Ooh, I like it. Anyway, we're going off on a tangent. All right, Why we... do we do this? Who, like who, I, listens, who can listen to us? I don't know. It's funny. Like like I said, I think we're undiagnosed. Dude, we, might be <laughs> like, we could stay on a subject for a little bit and then just bounce around and be like, it's like oh, fuck, go down movie, the rabbit what, hole. What movie are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. This is living with Chucky. Uh, I don't know. It's the show. Oh, okay. There's also another Chucky show, though. Yeah. Anyway, whatever, brother. All right. Let's uh, wrap this up. <laughs> Number five, boring, boring, and more boring. Apart from one or two good jump scares, this film has this film was disappointing and boring. Good acting, boring plot, and story. Jeez, I couldn't say boring anymore. It is super boring. Now your reviews boring me, fucking nerd, <laughs> fucking nerd ass bitch ass. She's in the Cinderella story. Okay, what? I'm done. I'm done. God damn it! <laughs> now I gotta figure out where she was in fucking Cinderella story. Oh, you want me to find out here? I'll Let's find out since we're already here. Lin Shay was in Lin Cinderella Shea. story. Let's see. Ooh, so is Madeline Zima? Do you know yeah, that? she was the daughter from the nanny. Oh, was she? Yeah, I didn't know that. Idiot. Well, I watched her in Californication where she just she fucking plops him out. Yeah. Mrs. Wells. I'm assuming a teacher. Something. Shouts out you. Yeah. Shouts out you. Character actors. Uh, Beef, what would you have given the call? Uh, 60. 60? Okay. I was going to go 62 because it wasn't like the worst That's thing. what I was like. It's not bad, but it's not great. So 60 yeah. is fine. I, I would say I'm up there closer to the audience, but yeah. It's, I agree. It's not It's fine. It's passable. Well, um, I don't know. I feel like we've, we're very vague on how the movie works but it's basically like these five kids are fucking or this kid moves into the the small town falls in with the wrong crowd and they're like hey you want to come with us to fucking mess with this old lady because she's crazy and this is what we do on friday nights 
<laughs> and he's like, sure, I want to be cool. And then they fucking go and do that. And then they meet they meet her. And then she's like telling all of them off. But the new kid was like, they were like throwing rocks through her window, but the new kid didn't. And yeah. I thought that was going to be like obvious foreshadowing. Like she's like, oh, you're, you're a good kid. You're just in with the wrong people. But nah, that just... It just didn't give a fuck. That didn't mean nothing. It, it like showed him like dropping the brick. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. This this guy's not as bad as the rest of his fucking shithead friends. The part I liked, though, was with uh, Homeboy. I was, I'm so bad with actors and actresses, bro. Tobin Bell. Tobin Bell. Yeah. When Tobin Bell's like, you're not sorry. Like, yeah. you don't give a fuck. And yeah. he's just like, what do I say, dude? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but then come to find out that she kills herself. And then Tobin Bell, the husband, like, invites them all back. Yep. And is just like, hey, if you could, there's a phone upstairs, and my wife is buried with the phone. If you call the number and stay on the line for one minute, you each get $100,000. Yep. And each of them are like, one minute? That's easy. I could use the money. But then they go, dial the number, and instantly, as soon as they say hello, they're yep. transported into yep. fucking... Plot twist. Plot twist. <laughs> Wes Craven's new nightmare. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Freddy Krueger's lair. Picking up the phone was literally them falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, which I kind of liked. It showed them like transitioning into it. Yeah, but then yeah, so each one of them has a different nightmare. Well, the main, the first guy has an abusive dad, and the second guy, plot twist, he's a brother of the same guy, so he has the same abusive dad. Yep, and then. The main guy, he goes in. He his nightmare is like, oh, his girlfriend was pregnant, but he didn't know how to tell his mom. And then she was like, well, fine. Drives away, dies in a car crash. And I'm like, well, but none of that's his fault. Yeah, agreed. And so he wasn't a bad guy. He just moved away. You're not. You're a bad guy, but you're not a bad guy. I'm a bad guy. (laughs) Doesn't mean I'm bad guy. Yeah, that's essentially what it was. Like everything that happened was out of his control. Yeah. And so that's why that's why like his ex girlfriend's spirit helped him navigate him out of the, the nightmare, because I'm assuming she forgave him in the afterlife. Yeah, something like that. And then the the last girl goes, but he's like, I gotta go save her. And she's in the nightmare world, and she was the worst one. Yeah, because the rumor that the witch like kidnapped her sister and yeah. murdered her, but the the murder was unsolved, but they knew it was her, and then flash it. The night, her nightmare is like showing what really happened, which was her little sister was that lady's favorite, and the the main girl was jealous. Yep. And so she cracked her sister over the head of the rock. I'm gonna be daddy's girl now. Yeah, I'm gonna be her favorite. And yeah. Killed her, pinned it on her, and I was just like, oh, okay. So she's not redeem. None of these people are redeemable except yep. for the main guy. Yeah. But he goes back into the the nightmare like an idiot. Yeah. And gets lost in the nightmare, I guess. And that's how the movie in the ends. sauce. He gets lost in the sauce. <laughs> yada yada yada. You're I dead be- now. I better go chasing that booty. Pretty much. Give me that booty. Which I thought it was gonna be like a a murder, not a murder suicide, but a double murder. Yeah. To where, cause uh, homegirl doesn't even get on the phone really. Get, she she just correct. like she sees a t- like a fake tape or something that the spirits show her. And then I thought it was going to be the whole misunderstanding where he's going to go into the room and be like, stop, and he gets shot. Yeah. And then she realizes she fucked up and just winds up. He, like, shoots her, too, or some shit like that. That's yeah. what I thought it was going to be, the double murder. Yeah, I get you. But it didn't happen. 
where you want where you wanted this movie to go it didn't go yeah and i i was thinking there might be some twists too like the new kid was like somebody from the daycare or something you yeah. know and it was like he was working or with somebody him. worse like something like that you know like luring him in there but yeah. it didn't happen so it is what it is it is but thanks you, thanks tiktok for the recommendation yeah not fuckers. i'm kind of like well this movie we watched this movie with ads so it seemed like a fucking three-hour movie but yeah it, it's a it's a it's a slow it's not a slow but it's it's a quick uh hour half yeah so not too much, uh, not too much time off the old odometer, but uh, it still felt like a lot. Just watch it yeah. if you're if you're feeling froggy, you know. If you're a horror fan looking for a new something a little different, new bean to flick, then uh, go, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and pick it up. You know, but you guys already know what time it is. It's time for those motherfucking fun facts with James, baby. <laughs> And now, fun facts with James. That's me. Baby. I could not find anything on this. I found one thing. Tell me. Tell me about it. (laughs) Uh, During during the arcade scene, you can see several games in the background, many of which did not exist during the time frame of this movie. Oh. You can see Area 50, an Area 51 cabinet, Ooh. which did not hit arcades until 1995. So sick. And there's also a Mortal Kombat 2 cabinet, which didn't come out until 1993. Ooh, fuck. So sick. And that's it. Speaking of which, well, hell yeah, those were great fun that's, 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 that's the one I could find. I'm sorry, everyone. I did, didn't do my job very well. Just kidding. I did my job very well. <clears throat> there's just nothing. There was just nothing. Um, at RC Willie, there were desktop fucking arcades. Yeah. And there was a Mortal Kombat 2 on. I was like, Yo, this is fucking, fucking tight. Sky, he doesn't listen to this podcast, so you could eat shit, Sky. He has a Mortal Kombat, <laughs> he has the the arcade one-up. Yeah. He has the Mortal Kombat 2 cabinet. Ooh, shit. And it's not at his house. It's at his work. Where he, he's. It's at um, uh, our tribe's public works department. It's, at, okay. it's there, covered in dust, just sitting there. Go pick it up, dude. I'm trying. Every time I'm like, let me get that cab. No, 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 no. I was like, let me get that. And then Gil, he's just like, he he doesn't want to give it to you because you want it. <laughs> that's the that's the thing. And I'm just like, this. ooh, he doesn't like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> You're fake. You're fake. But every time I'm just, I see it sitting there and I'm just like, this poor fucking thing. Speaking of which, we don't have an advertisement. Uh, we're not paid to say this, but make sure you pick up Mortal Kombat 1 coming out uh, September 19th. Yeah, shouts out Ed Boone. Yeah, hell yeah. We saw him. In person, it was like seeing Jesus. <laughs> what? <laughs> Our Jesus. Yeah, he was he was building a wall. It was crazy because he's a carpenter, you know. Okay, <laughs> whatever, dude. You guys should follow us on Instagram at the underscore ripe underscore potatoes, and also follow us on our personals over at Comic X Steve and X Chief underscore Beef X. Later. Later. <laughs> <laughs> This has been a Ripe Potatoes production.